Hello and welcome to another edition of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and I thought it was time for me to do another show about, well, podcasting. I'm going to go solo today, no guest. Uh, I, I do this every now and then and fortunately some good listeners write in and tell me they'd like to hear more of that. So I'm going to just do uh, kind of my current thinking on podcasting. It's probably changed very little, actually, even though podcasting itself uh, seems to be the hot new way to produce content. So I have uh, I have been doing, let's see, about 2005 is when I produced my first podcast. I really got into it as a way to create content, and, and I also saw it as a tremendous way to get in front or at least unlock some opportunities to get in front of leading authors and industry Experts. I've often told people that I actually would podcast uh, whether I had you know five listeners or or six listeners because of really the the access that it gave me to people that then went on to uh, to blurb my books and to be supportive of the other things I'm uh, doing. People like Guy Kawasaki and and Seth Godin and Chris uh, Brogan and uh, Dan Pink. Uh, Chip Heath, all of these people have appeared on my show and really now um, are pretty open to having conversations with me. And I, and I think that really, in a lot of ways, led to the success of my brand was that uh, I pursued podcasting, uh, frankly, for that means, uh, probably uh, as much as uh, trying to build a radio show, uh, per se. And I think that that's really a lot of how I would suggest that you look at podcasting is uh, you're you're obviously a listener, um, and I think that you uh, understand the value of consuming content this way. In fact, there certainly are people that write to me all the time uh, that tell me that, that that's really how they prefer to get content of all kinds, uh, whether it's a, a book or uh, a blog post, that they would rather hear it. Uh, they'd rather go on their walk or their uh, daily commute. There are people out there, believe it or not, that uh, drive two and three hours in the car uh, every day going back and forth or on a train going back and forth to work. And uh, it's a great way to consume content. And so I, I would, uh, again, I would say the why um, everybody needs to be podcasting is that it is a great way to get in front of uh, an audience. It might be, you know, I've listed authors because that's who I choose to interview, but it's also a great local play. Get in front of the, the local leaders, get in front of industry leaders, get in front of potential strategic partners. It doesn't have to be some big name uh, that, that uh, um, in, in the world of, you know, your industry, uh, it can be somebody that just has some great insight or somebody that, that you really want to get to know better. Um, and, and this is a great way to, to offer to interview them. In fact, uh, my email subject line is always interview request. And it seems like uh, that's hard for people to turn down. Uh, but in a, in, in a world where um, we need or, or our markets are expecting us to produce more and more content, um, it, it's also a great way to produce content. So a lot, uh, much like a blog. I mean, we call a podcast a podcast, and we call a blog a blog, but but frankly, they're just, they're just a means to an end. So whatever you call it, uh, it's just a great way to produce content. In fact, um, I know uh, growing numbers of people that will – take their blog posts or maybe just once a week take a blog post and they will read it into a microphone and turn it into that weekly podcast. And there are people out there that just would rather get their content that way. So that's my pitch for why I think you need to consume podcast and why I believe that every business needs to be produ producing a podcast as well. Now, you know, what would you put 
on a podcast. Uh, for example, my show, I interview uh, experts. It's just uh, the, the approach that I want to take. But <laughs> there are many, many great shows out there that, that simply break down how to do things, um, uh, teaching people and building audiences that way. Uh, there are people that use their show to talk about news and and uh, events and you know new things in their industry so there are many many reasons uh, that people would want to uh, um, listen to a podcast I, I would say the the bar is like everything uh, educational high quality valuable would I want to spend my 20 or 30 minutes listening to it I mean that's that's the bar really for anything uh, that we put out under the name of content so uh, that's certainly, I think, uh, uh, the, the the what is plentiful, uh, but but then you know how you get it out there and and you know what the the value of the content is it, uh, obviously has to be considered. I want to talk about my current approach, uh, the tools that I use uh, briefly, and um, all of these are on the show notes. So if you go to ducttapemarketing.com, uh, the the blog forward slash blog, you'll find uh, the the podcast and uh, um, you can listen to these, or, or I'm sorry, read the show notes uh, that will also tell you the, the various resources. But I currently use a, a Blue Yeti USB microphone. So it's from uh, Blue Manufacturing. It's called a Yeti, Y-E-T-T-I, and it's uh, a USB, so it plugs right into my computer. Um, somebody gave me some great advice. Um, that uh, you know, sound quality, I, and and again, I've been guilty of poor sound quality over the years. Um, uh, but I'm I'm sure you, as a listener, uh, understand that it's hard to listen to a podcast. You know, even if it's great content, if the you know the guests are different volumes, you know, all all the th- I've I've committed all the sins, and um, I've certainly worked uh, harder and harder to to uh, to try to get this sounding as good a quality as possible, but. Uh, the the microphone quality uh, on my end is uh, is an important piece of it. I interview uh, guests that will call me from you know mobile devices. I, I had Tim Ferriss call me he, uh, one time. He was walking somewhere out in the woods and the wind was blowing. He was on a mobile device. So so in many cases you you can't control the sound on that end, but you can control the sound on your end. And so somebody once told me that at least if at least one of you sounds really good, then then uh, the you know that's that's got to be the bar. And I think that that's. Uh, um, my particular way. There certainly are people that sit across the desk from each other and they'll plug two microphones into a mixer and 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 really have everything sounding great. Uh, because I choose to interview people wherever they are uh, around the world, I, I do have to just accept a level of uh, now there are things I can do to make it better, but I have to accept a level of, of reduced quality on the, uh, the caller side. What I do, though, is and, and have done this for years is I use Skype actually to record these. And I, um, you know, back five, six years ago, not everybody had a Skype account. And so I actually used a Skype in um, account. So what, what Skype would do is give me an eight di- or a nine digit phone number. I could give that out. It was a local uh, phone number. I could give that phone number out to people and they would dial in on their phone. So they didn't have to be at their computer or on Skype. And they would uh, be able to, uh, it would actually come straight through Skype anyway. Um, and what that allowed me to do is record both of our voices very, very easily. Now, 
the um, the usage of Skype has you know really skyrocketed over the years, and I find now, particularly anybody that that is in the digital space that uh, is doing much uh, outside of their community where they need to do a lot of you know maybe even international calling, seems uh, like everybody's got Skype. So I actually get a better connection. So I give people both options. I give them that local number, but then. I suggest if they have Skype calling that way, I seem to get, I, I believe we get better call quality. Now I use an add-on to Skype called Call Recorder. It, it does have a cost. I can't, it's, I've had it forever. It's 29 bucks or something. It's uh, well worth the cost. And what, what that does is allows me to then instantly record these phone calls digitally um, right into uh, as I'm doing the phone calls through Skype. Um, and I think the thing I like about it the best the most is that it also splits the tracks so instead of making one recording it records my voice separately from my caller's voice and so then i can easily uh, uh, separate those tracks and so when i get into the editing phase there are instances in which uh, the caller's volume is much higher than mine or vice versa and so it gives me the ability to to do a little tweaking um, in that regard adjust the tracks I use um, GarageBand uh, because I'm a, a Mac user. Um, I know a lot of folks out there uh, also like a, a PC program, free PC program called Audacity. But uh, I uh, choose to use GarageBand, and uh, I tell you, I got on top of bringing in the tracks separately and being able to adjust the volume and some of the things on the track separately. One piece of advice, and I, I trust me, I'm not. I'm not audio uh, savvy at all when it gets into the technical parts of of this, and that's probably been one of my challenges uh, over the years. Uh, but somebody recently told me uh, that that uh, one of the best things you can do to improve the overall quality is uh, to um, to put a filter or an effect, I should say, on the master track, and it's just called a compressor. So I uh, chose a a compressor, and it. And it um, I don't know. What, I don't know why it works or how it works, but essentially, it just makes everything a little warmer sounding, and you don't get the highs and and the lows the same way. And uh, I believe that it uh, it just it makes it when you when you go to upload and change and do all the things that and then people download it. Apparently, it uh, it makes it uh, travel a little better around the world. As um, and and it certainly appeared to help the quality on mine. Of course, you. Uh, you guys be the judge of that, <laughs> any of you that have been listening any amount of time. Once you record and edit and you've got uh, the music on there and you've got uh, you know the, the file itself the way that you want it to sound, uh, I have been using Libsyn to host and stream the podcast, um, which is not a huge issue. I mean, most hosting accounts uh, today could probably handle that streaming, but... Uh, I really like it uh, um, because, it, uh, you know, fortunately, I do have a fair volume of downloads, and so it really would uh, be pretty hard on my uh, uh, regular hosting account to just have people downloading that thousands of times uh, a day in some cases. And so, um, Libsyn is uh, pretty inexpensive. Again, I think I want to pay—I want to say I pay twenty dollars a month uh, for a pretty uh, good size uh, amount of data transfer um, and. Uh, hosting of uh, and streaming of the files. Now, you do need to produce uh, an RSS feed, or, or I should say, uh, in, in my case, I, I, I put the uh, podcast as really just part of my blog. Um, and what I do is I create a, a, created a WordPress category that I just call podcast. And WordPress categories can actually produce their own RSS feeds. Uh, so if, if you, that to me is one of the simplest ways to, uh, 
to actually integrate if you're already blogging or already have a WordPress site. One of the simplest ways is to just create a category um, that produces an RSS feed. Now, I used uh, FeedBurner, which is a Google tool, which um, you know a lot of people suspect may be going away someday, a free uh, a Google tool. But uh, currently, um, that's how I um, enhance my feed. That's how I get my feed up to iTunes. Um, I also use a WordPress uh, plugin called Blueberry, and it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Um, Blueberry PowerPress, and it uh, does some things to enhance the feed. It actually creates a uh, a player that embeds <clears throat> on my site. So if somebody doesn't want to go download it, uh, they uh, or doesn't doesn't subscribe, doesn't use iTunes, all those things, uh, they can actually find it pretty easily uh, or listen to it pretty easily, and even download it if they want uh, um, from the uh, the player that uh, <clears throat> the Blueberry plugin uh, produces. So. Well, that uh, that pretty much amounts to you know how I actually uh, produce my uh, podcast and uh, all the that's all the technical knowledge I can give you. Um, uh, a lot of the uh, the resources I just mentioned will be are on the um, the associated uh, notes. I'll just end up uh, the session today giving you uh, some recommendations on some podcasts. Um, if, if you are not listening uh, to podcasts currently, uh, I, I, I think you should be. And uh, I'll give you kind of my some of the ones I listen to. Um, and and um, I would also tell you, uh, if, if you want to find out more about how to podcast, um, one of the greatest resources is uh, the Podcast Answer Man uh, site. Um, uh, Cliff Ravenswood uh, really does a great job uh, with with a lot more of this technical stuff. He's got free ebooks and courses and all kinds of things. So, if you want to get really really serious about it, that's the place to head. As far as my listening, I listen to Seth Godin's uh, Startup School. Uh, I I listen to anything uh, Seth uh, talks about, but this one's really cool. It's a it's a series of uh, of uh, sessions that really he did with uh, um, in a workshop uh, with uh, some. Uh, New new startup entrepreneurs, so it's really cool. Uh, Mike Stelzner's social media marketing podcast uh, really, you know, if you want to, you want to know what's going on in social media, what's new. He talks to uh, obviously lots of thought leaders, but uh, also gets into even uh, tools and uh, companies that are doing things uh, to to support uh, companies in in the social media world. Chris Brogan's Human Business Way is a great one. Uh, you know, Chris, if you don't know. Uh, if you've never heard him speak, very soulful guy, really talks uh, from the heart, and his podcast uh, really comes across that way. He covers, um, in many cases, he will talk about, he does a, a really great heartfelt ramble on uh, his Sunday um, session or Sunday, uh, actually, blog post that he turns into a podcast, and then he does interviews as well. He's, um, in some cases, uh, you know, is, is all over the map, uh, but produces some in incredible content. Uh, DJ Waldo and Nick Westergaard have a show called The Work Talk Show that I, I really like because uh, they do talk about a lot of work-related stuff, but uh, they really relate a lot of it uh, back to uh, to what we do in life. Uh, so great, great show. Uh, Michael Hyatt um, is uh, has has a podcast called This Is Your Life. Um, he builds it as a weekly podcast dedicated to international. I'm sorry, to intentional 
uh, leadership and really does get into into passion and and focus and and leading with influence. So great show. Pat Flynn um, has uh, probably my two favorite shows, Pat Flynn and Amy Porterfield's uh, recent uh, show. Uh, When when you really get into when I say favorite, I, I I, I have lots of favorites, but they're probably my two uh, favorites for just really nuts and bolts how to do stuff. And I mean, they are just uh, just packed with with great information uh, in in that regard. And again, the the links to uh, all of these shows to check them out uh, can be found on the show notes um, from today. So I recommend uh, if you've heard some things. That makes sense. Uh, I recommend that you uh, pop over to that page, um, and and obviously I'll put a plug in for my show uh, as well. Love it if you would uh, subscribe, uh, review. Um, iTunes uh, bases a lot of their uh, how a show ranks uh, when they're when they're ranking uh, shows based on activity, like su- subscriptions and reviews. So. Uh, love it if you would uh, check that out. The the um, you can listen to podcasts very easily with the, the there's the iTunes app. Um, if you're an iPhone user, uh, comes native on uh, uh, the latest operating system, so uh, pretty easy to listen. Uh, another one that I really like is called Stitcher, and that's just S T I T C H E R. The Stitcher app. Um, really, um, I, I, I like the interface better, I think, than, than the, uh, the iTunes uh, interface, uh, but it's just another way to, to listen, to discover, and listen uh, to podcasts as well. So that's it. That's my uh, plug for and romp through the world of podcasting. But again, a means to an end of producing content in a way that people want to listen. Don't get caught up in, in what it is or why they call it podcasting or uh, anything other than, I think, the, the, the ability that it gives you to maybe gain some access to people that you should be talking to um, and uh, further to uh, to produce content in a format that your prospects, customers want to be listening to. Uh, that's it. Take care, and uh, hopefully we'll see you out there on the road. 